Welcome to A Mountain of Climb, where we talk about anything from business to conspiracies. I'm Jerry. I'm Brigham. I'm Joe. Welcome to the show. So we took a little break, but we're getting back to it, so we should have a lot to report on two weeks worth. Yeah, it feels like it's been forever. So this next week will be our last week of the power list, right? Yep. Then yep, we're so next week, next podcast, will change... To a, new. to a new actionable item. How's the power list going? It's been going pretty good. You build any habits and change your lists? I haven't changed my items on my list yet. Um, like, I haven't had any that I've actually quite got to have it quite yet. Yeah, they're not habits because if I don't put them on my list and then I'm, I don't get them done, but um, I've been having the a couple of them the same every day and then I just change some of them depending on what I'm doing that day but I think uh like read a book is one that I'm wanting to get to a habit but just like Jerry said that if I don't put it on there I miss it yeah life is <laughs> just so freaking busy and that's the point of the powerless yeah. To kind of help you make sure you get your your key things done. So, but it definitely helps yeah. um, with making your day every day more productive. Definitely huge benefit. So we got one more week of it, and I, I can say I'll probably implement it into my life. Just keep it going. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah it's outside of the month. So I think. That's probably one thing is doing it for a month. It's almost turned into a habit itself. Doing the powerless. Yeah. That's that's why we changed our actual item to be uh, four weeks instead of one because one week just it. I think it takes a week just to get into it. Yeah, I think I in the last two weeks I think I missed maybe once or twice the last two weeks. Even putting gym on it now that you go. Um, I haven't been, but I should. That's been one of mine. Dude, I was so close to when I texted you this morning <laughs> to ask what it was. And I was like looking for an excuse <laughs> to not come. Because the day before we did uh, the power cleans. Power snatches. Power snatches and muscle snatches. I guess they're two different slightly. We did muscle snatches in the warm-up, but the workout was just 75 power snatches. Well, she was saying that we can mix them, like do uh, both. Because yeah, she said you, the muscle snatch was just where you you don't like load your legs and you keep them stiff. But my shoulder, especially my right one, it's got like, almost kind of feels like two bones like clicking. Mine, mine used to do that a lot. Now... I don't know if it just needs to kind of get worn into it and it'll just go away, but it it hurt after like, and it wasn't like a muscle sore hurt. It was, it was like, pretty painful. Like just movements in my arm was making that. I bet you'll get used to it because mine were like that when I started going to the gym where it felt like, or I know it would click because I could feel it. I guess I could still get it to click, but um, it was painful. My shoulders were always painful for a long time, but now that I've been going for a long time, they're not in pain ever <clears throat> oh i think we talked on the last podcast was the bring a friend week and so i went yeah to the 
CrossFit gym, and I enjoyed it. I think just was it only bring a friend a week for one week? Yeah, yeah. Because I went that one time. Yeah, Joe that was in the week on Wednesday or t- Tuesday or Wednesday. You went the Wednesday, day I didn't go. I went, might have been third. No, it wasn't Thursday. Oh, you but, went twice, huh? Yeah. But you've also done a drop in before too. Yeah. Which I think drop ins are free. They're not. They're, they probably just didn't charge you, but they're supposed to be $30. For a week. For one day. For one day. Well, I've never done a drop-in unless we're considering today and yesterday as drop-ins, but I told them I was going to pay, so I think they're just... And I'm going to. I just had a couple questions on their their purchase port portal. But look, I'll show you this. If I can find it. You've been pretty busy with welding? Yeah. I've, I've had to put my um, contract, contract work. work. I've had to push it aside for a minute so I can get other stuff done. Is your other stuff paying more than the contract work? If I could get it done faster, it would. <laughs> Things just haven't been going smoothly. That's how it goes. It's it's pretty... It just I think it just takes a while to to be able to accurately um, gauge the time it takes to do stuff. Yeah. But then when you accurately gauge it, the task is like way more expensive, and it just doesn't seem right. But that's how long it takes. Yeah. Like these two bathrooms I'm on right now, I thought it was gonna take about five weeks, and now I'm into it. Um, my sixth week and i probably have another two weeks before it's done dang it took three weeks longer than i thought but right here look class session choose punch card or drop in to class free what drop in or one week drop in but i guess if we click on it there's the prices okay drop so in. for one class is 15 oh. for a week is 50 well, that's cool for walking one week with a drop t-shirt with 65 t- what drop in with a t-shirt for one day 30 bucks dang that's pretty cool how much are the t-shirts by themselves i don't know i've never because if they're more than 15 then it's cheaper to just do that drop in i guess i paid for the open t-shirt but i can't even remember what it was i don't i don't wear t-shirts enough other than my work t-shirts and then i just swear when i was younger graphic tees i had so many graphic tees but now I don't like graphic tees. Same. We're both wearing graphic tees right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I maybe have like five. I used to have a whole closet full of graphic tees. Now I've got like five graphic tees. The rest of them are all just solid color and super good quality. Like I love the way those shirts feel. Yeah, Mary got me a bunch of True Classics. They're pretty nice. Shout out to True Classics. We should get sponsored. They don't pay us, but they should. I use uh, Built, Built B-L-Y-T. I gave Joe one of them. They're nice, huh? Yeah. I think I've got like 12 Built shirts now. They're, that's like if I'm going out or like if I'm... I'll wear my my graphic tee kind of around the house or for doing stuff I don't care about. And once they're like dead and trashed, then I'll just toss them. But other than that, I wear those Built shirts pretty much everywhere I, I go. I have a hard time. work throwing shirts out because i weld and it just puts holes in them so i save them to weld in but my work shirts i'll i'll wear those till it's a rag 
Yeah. But then I feel a little bummy when I go to my jobs because my jobs, I'm primarily residential remodeling. So almost all of the jobs I'm on, I'm inside the client's home and most of the time the client's living there. So I'm just interacting with them daily, all day long. That job today, that was a pretty nice job. Yeah. It's probably the highest, highest, high end model that I've seen you on. Yeah, it's definitely the nicest um, remodel I've done. Which is pretty cool because I've been on a lot of different jobs with you, and there's been some pretty low, low budget. Yeah, I've done a lot of like flips and stuff that were really low budget. And this one's like pretty high end. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they're not. They're not skimping on the money. They've uh, they bought the house, and then they've pretty much totally gutted it and brand new house the only thing that's not brand new in the house is the skeleton the frame and the structure huh. even the siding and all new siding new. wow all new interior <clears throat> throughout the whole thing so somebody else did the main portion of the upstairs the only thing that didn't get done in the upstairs was the master bathroom and that's just because they were using that master bathroom and so now i'm doing the master bathroom and then the basement bathroom that's what I'm doing inside right now. And then they were going to hold off for a little while to do the rest of the basement. But they just went ahead and decided that they want to just do it. So I'm going to transition. I'm supposed to do a deck and a pergola. But we're going to hold off on that. And they just want me to focus on the interior. So I got to try to give them another bid for the rest of the interior. It's definitely my biggest job too. Nice. I think from this one job, I'll almost be halfway of last year's numbers just from this one job well i built a shop for myself today nice how big uh 10 by 10 just enough to stand under <laughs> yeah it's um you know those i think it's called like a canopy that booths have yeah it's one of those it has some guy's logo and some some like energy food or something like that oh it's just a pop-up canopy yeah nice and then i put some tarps on the side so my, the wind would stay out <laughs> kind of like those tarp walls that gbi has yeah when i had joe helping me last year on one of my jobs we bought a canopy because it was like the middle of summer and it was so freaking hot so we put the canopy over the saw oh, stations that's for when we was doing the windows huh yeah, we were doing the windows and then on the siding we had it. And we also did it when we framed that addition in Ogden. Oh, yeah. But I got my fab table in there and just enough room to walk around it. Nice. I'm sure that helps. It, yeah, uh, keeping the sun off, yeah, it does so much. Keeping the sun off, and it was raining quite a bit this morning. So it's been get... raining all this year. Usually the rain will stop me from working outside, but not anymore. Have a shop. You should go talk to the neighbor, that freaking fool who bought my house, before I could buy it, <laughs> and see if you could, like, just lease some some space in his shop. If I get a job where I need a lot of shop space, probably will. See if it would be an option. Yeah. Or maybe you just start... Saving enough material to just make one. You could probably 
He's saving I beam here. The gas station. The oh the station. The station, yeah. He told me once that he said he told you he could you could use it. But it's kind of full of stuff though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna cool. I was just about to... to say you're gonna have like in order to do that you'd have to work with him to try to get it cleared out to use it. To get a space. Anybody come with a question today? Have you heard about what's, what they've discovered with the Titanic? No. So there's this new technology where they... It's like kind of like sonar. They've done like... Kind of like a 3D print of, of where the Titanic was. I think they did sonar on the Titanic. And they says they found out that... Or they're thinking that it didn't crash into an iceberg... But it hit an ice shelf, and the ice shelf damaged the the ship and made it sink. And then recently, like two days ago, there was an expedition of a bunch of pretty rich dudes that went to go explore the Titanic, and they went missing. Like two days ago. Dang, that's National crazy. Guard is looking for them. What the heck? Some rich dudes. Yeah. It says it was twenty five grand per person to go in the submarine and go explore Titanic. Huh. And there's like six people in that t- submarine. Five or six. And the submarine went missing? Yeah, they says it's just missing. They probably just found the gateway to Atlantis. <laughs> Have you seen that it. cartoon? No. The Atlant- Atlantis cartoon? Mm, I don't think so. Man, that was such a cool show when I, I was a kid. You're talking about the Disney one? I think so. Oh, I yeah, I've seen Disney that. Or, I think it's like... It's called Atlantis, and it's a Disney show, and it's got like this nerdy Disney. guy, and he tries to go on a like, expedition. With the glasses. Yeah, and then they find Atlantis. And, and the girl this, has shiny... She's like an avatar. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's a Disney show. Hmm. When I was little, I always thought that girl was cute. <laughs> That was a pretty cool show when I was little. I don't think I've ever seen it. Guy that has that boar, or I guess they all had boars cutting through the hole, like the mountain. Yeah, there was a mole guy. Yeah. Are vampires just pedophiles? Do they only go for teenage girls? Seems like it. They're always hanging out at high schools trying to pretend to be. Or are the writers of vampire books just pedophiles? Maybe. Let's see, I think I had a question that I gotta see if I could save it. So this value attainment is uh Patrick Bet David's um like news agency. And I guess shout out to Valuetainment. I've really been enjoying I don't like I'll read a few of the articles if they kind of are really intriguing. But I just trust um, Patrick Beck David. Like, I like... As a news source. Yeah. So, but like, my phone just pulled this one up, which a lot of it's kind of interesting. It says, a new Great Depression. Poll shows 50% of teens do not enjoy life. 50%? Holy cow. I can read it a little bit more. In just 10 years, the number of American teens claim they do not enjoy life and can't do anything right. Hmm. Doubled. 
in the last 10 I years. I love my teenage years. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to think, like, I don't know, you guys are a few years older than me, so being a teenager, just it didn't seem like that long ago. But then if you think about people who are teenagers now... Seem like little tiny kids. Li- yeah, like my sister, who was born in 08. I'm 10 years older than her, and she's, like, in the middle of her teens. And then, like, we were hanging out with some kids, some family. They came up to have a fire, and we're asking them how old they were. And they're like, oh, we're 19. So, like, at the end of their teenage years. But they're they're born in, like, 2000 four and stuff and it's like holy crap crazy like they have that date at the gas stations that show what year to check for your id it's like 2000 uh i think it's typically for uh tobacco not alcohol utah or in utah tobacco and alcohol is 21 well they raised tobacco to 21 yeah Yeah. it was 19 for a long time it was was 18 and then they changed it they changed it federally now Everywhere. To 21? Yeah. Oh, dang. I guess I don't buy tobacco. St- That's what the guy at the gas station was telling me, but... I don't know if I've... Oh, okay. That was a lie. I was about to say, I don't know if I've ever bought tobacco, but I bought Joe a little can of chew. Not chew, but little f- fruit That's pouches. That's tobacco. No, That's it wasn't. Nicotine. Just nicotine. nicotine. But they still ID Those you are, for uh, it. Yeah. I bought cigars, so yeah, I bought t- tobacco. I've got a lot of cigars. It might be might be about time to light a cigar up. It's warm enough outside. We uh we found this little metal chair table out in their garden. So we pulled it up to the front porch. And I've just been using it to sit on the chair at night and just chill. Just chilling. Just chilling. <laughs> and there's a camera right behind me. Just chilling. But no, yeah, work has been busy. So Joe and I are starting up a butcher shop. And we're not getting into it like all that crazy currently. But it's moving pretty quick. And the other day, I don't know if I told you this, but I told Jay. Jerry, this the other day I left the gym and then I was on the phone from like 8.30 clear till 1.30. Just phone call after phone call after phone call after phone oh, call. Yeah, I think you did tell me when I was driving. Kind of freaking, and I forgot my headphones, but not that that would any help because I can't work on my construction project because it's just so damn loud. But I'm like, it was good I was on the phone call. Like it was all productive work. I felt a little bad, though, because I went to my job site so I could be present. My clients can see that I'm there working. But they came in once or twice. I'm just on the phone. So kind of like when you're in school, just on the phone, not present. But was, I'm, it was all valuable calls. Like, I needed to do all of it. I never had a phone in school. Yeah, we didn't have phones back in that time. Losers. <laughs> I didn't. Some phone. of my friends I had, had flip iPod. phones, and I thought those phones were cool. Yeah, that was back before smartphones. I had this <clears throat> phone called a Juke, and it was literally like this big. Like an inch wide and 
an inch wide and maybe three inches long. And it, and it flipped on the axis like that. And then it became like six inches long. Such a weird phone. Let's see if we can find a picture of it. I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. It's weird all the different Dude, styles of flip phones there were. Flip phones were... They had like, a full-on keyboard where you can just flip it sideways. They have smartphones now. That the the fold. screen folds. Yeah, neat. Yeah, see. One. The juke. But, um... Yeah, flip phones, like smartphones, they're all pretty basic now, you know, they're almost across the board. I mean, their software is slightly different and their features are a little bit different. But I mean, you look at these two phones, they're pretty damn similar. But 10 years ago, you could have a car full of five people and they could all pull their phone out and it'd all be drastically different. There's more style. You'd have one that's like this big. You have one that's like this big. And they were all indestructible. Except for the iPhones. Those ones yeah. just shatter so bad. Remember when you broke Stevens? Oh, yeah. Just hopped on his bed and it just flew off. Yeah, unfinished basement. Lands on the cement. cement. <laughs> the front and the back shatters. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what the heck, dude? <laughs> yep. How long ago was that? Uh, probably like 2011. I was right when we moved into that house, I think. And then... Like, Over 10 years ago, that's crazy. Eight years later, his iPhone is supposed to be waterproof, and I had the same phone, and mine's been in water. <laughs> so I tell him, yeah, mine was in water. It did just fine. So then he leaves it in the water while we do, like, a six-hour river float. He gets out of the water, and it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and he's all pissed at me for it. <laughs> you told him it was okay. <laughs> I just told him mine went in the water, and I didn't have a big deal. But I didn't, didn't tell him to take sit his. In there for six hours. We didn't take our phone. That's funny. I don't even know why he took his phone because you can't even really use you it. You didn't even use it. I don't think there was even service. Dude, that was a fun little day. River float. We should do Dude, a river was, float. That was we just had like a cooler eerie. full of beer. That was a, just oh, that was eerie. Right before we go on this float, then we're at this family reunion. And this mom sh just starts running up to this pickup truck that we're all in the bed. That we're all up loading river. up, leaving. And she's like, someone just drowned. And everyone's like, holy crap. So they, everyone jumps out of the truck and goes and checks on their family. And it, there's someone, a couple campgrounds ahead of us. And then the mom's just like telling all the kids if they're under 18, they can't go floating. And then Half the, the group on their just river, disperses and they're all sad. While we're on the river, there's these patrol jet skis just looking, telling us what description to look for. Yeah, the whole time we're on the river, people would stop by us because we're just on tubes just floating, and they'd be like, have you guys seen any body? No. Yeah, we haven't. They're like, okay, well. He's in a red shirt and jeans. Red shirt and jeans. So if you see it, let us know. And it was for the six hours we were floating down the river, it was nonstop other boats and jet skis coming up and down the river i think they found him like two days later that's crazy dude rivers are scary i was freaking drowned in that river water's scary water is probably one of my top fears water is my top fear <laughs> i think uh um claustrophobia is my main <clears throat> did you know most like 90 percent don't know where I'm pulling these numbers from, but I heard it somewhere. 
90% of fish are like 150 miles from the shore. Oh, that Joe Rogan was talking about it. Probably. I think with Theo... 90% Theo of fish are 150 miles from the shore. Yeah, so the middle of the ocean... Is like a desert. There's no, no, yeah. no life out there. Dang. <clears throat> That's crazy, huh? That is crazy. So, like, if you're stranded on this boat, kind of just floating around, and you start seeing fish, you know you're... 150 miles from shore. That's so a long fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows what direction the land is. <laughs> if I'm stranded and I start seeing fish, I don't know if I'm gaining much hope. <laughs> <laughs> Probably get less hopeful if that. <laughs> Dude, deep sea fishing's so fun. We gotta go sometime. Have you been? Yeah. I went in Texas. Or No. Florida in the Texas Gulf. We're start so everyone had a rod and we're just fishing off the boat, but we also had two rods off the back of the boat that were trolling. And we're going and then one of the back rods gets hit. And so the charter is like, get it. Reel it in. So I look around and no one else is really like going for it. So I just put my rod down or I hand it to the charter guy because the charter guy wants us to have the experience. So I hand it to him, my rod, because it's already in the water. I go grab that one. Takes me probably 30 minutes to land that fish. And it's this big red snapper, probably like 18 inches. And then as soon as I land that one, get it in the boat, the, the second rod starts going off. And I look around. No one's doing anything about it. So I jump on it. Reel that one in for another 30 minutes. Freaking <laughs> spend an hour of nonstop fighting these two fish. What kind of fish? I'll show you a picture here in a second. They're called red snappers. But by the time I landed that one, I was so done. Like, I, I was ready to take a nap. Like, I was dead tired. I'm like, holy crap. That was exhausting. But it was fun. I want to go deep sea fishing again so bad. Sounds fun. It. I think when we went to Virginia, that was like my first time fishing. Really? I don't think we caught anything, did we? We did. I got pictures. Oh. Leah's holding the... Wow. There's the two fish back to back. Did you eat them? Dang, that's... No, red fish. snappers weren't in uh, season, so we had to put them all back. Oh. So these are the fish that we were able to keep out of probably a six hour fishing day with four guys fishing this is all we were able to catch and keep did you eat those yeah we grilled them up and made fish tacos while we were on our vacation they're so good these are called trigger fish they've got this uh fin right here and that fin locks out and you can't get it to go down at all for like the life of you but if you pull another fin then it releases that fin so that's why they call it trigger fish because you pull the trigger but the fin that's on the top it's like a spike like kind of like what catfish have yeah and then um what were them redfish these ones i can't remember what they were calling them it was all pretty good though this one here this is an amberjack i caught this one and then it was, it was a pretty good fight to reel it in. As soon as I catch it, I take a picture with it, but it wasn't, we weren't allowed to keep it, so I put it back in the water. Well, the whole time we were fishing, this stupid dolphin kept following us, which, I mean, dolphins are cool and all, 
but when you're fishing dolphins are so freaking smart they're like why the heck am i gonna dive down to 60 feet if these people are bringing these fish up to me is each a fish when yeah they- they'll pull them right off your line they're so <laughs> smart somehow they don't they don't get caught like like you can fish all you want you won't catch a dolphin like the only time you catch a dolphin when you're fishing With is is occasionally in nets and occasionally by snagging them with a hook but like they'll come and snatch the fish right off your hook and leave just the hook but i put the fish this amberjack back in the water and it was a big fish like tip of nose to end of tail was probably two and a half feet like maybe close to 28 inches and i put it in the water and then out of nowhere this dolphin just comes up grabs it in its mouth comes out of the water then slaps it on the water, knocks the fish out cold, and just takes down and eats it. That's cool. It was cool. It was actually pretty cool to watch. But um, it was annoying that they kept pulling the fish off of our... I think I was reeling this one fish in, and it was the heaviest fish out of all the fish I caught that day. But it snapped off my line. But it had to have been a big fish because that was a workout, and I was only reeling it in for like 10 minutes. But our uh, guide, he's like, okay, we're going to move because this damn dolphin. So we start the boat up, just take off full blast, move like seven miles away, start fishing. That dolphin just followed us the whole way. (laughs) Supposedly, if you go fish like deep sea fish in Alaska and stuff, it's the same thing with the seals. They'll follow you and just eat your fish while you're fishing. Dolphins are supposed to be pretty smart like i heard this story that i I was a story i saw it online this video where they were at like sea world or something in a dolphin exhibit and the dolphins were trained to like push the people so you're in the water with the dolphins and then the dolphin would get behind you and they tell you just like put your feet together and then dolphin will put their nose on the feet and like push you through the water but this dolphin just wouldn't do this one lady and so then they like it would do everyone else and then they tried to get her to push this lady again wouldn't do it and then it would go do everyone else and they tried again just dolphin just refused to push this lady hmm. and then they found out it was because she was pregnant and the dolphin didn't want to like hurt her dang that's and cool. that she didn't even know she was pregnant but the dolphin did how the heck does the dolphin know because dolphins are just freaking smart it, i heard something to do with like ultrasound yeah hmm. i think so it's crazy I watched this video. There's the it's mosquito like, truck. This video, there's, um, it's like kind of like SeaWorld. People are swimming with dolphins. And this dolphin kept pushing this person underwater. This person's trying as hard as he can to get out. And he's like, every time he gets to the surface, the dolphin pushes him back underwater. And someone had to finally pull that guy out when he came back to the surface. The dolphin was trying to kill him. That's crazy. Dude, big animals in the water scare the crap out of me. Because you're in their realm. You've got no control. Like, nowhere near as much control as they've got. Like, all it takes is, like, some alligator to bite onto you. You're done for if you're in the water. Yeah, alligators seem terrifying. You never saw one when you, you lived in Florida? No, we did. We, didn't, we only saw a couple of little ones, though. 
I was only in Florida for a week, and I saw alligators a lot of alligators. dinosaurs. I think they're mostly in southern Florida, because we didn't see a whole lot of them. I wasn't even in southern Florida. I was in Orlando, and over at the um, the space base. Really? That's where the area... That's kind of the area That's I was where you're living in, yeah. We even went to Cocoa Beach, and we kind of saw them over there, too. You did? We didn't see hardly any. <laughs> we was there for, like, nine months. We saw them at the park occasionally, but... I was in southern Florida, and I didn't see any when I was... Well, I don't know. Florida's such a weird state. What do you consider southern Florida? Because I guess the part that I was in was in the most southern part of that part of the state. Because I was still in the Gulf, but it was up at the top of the Panhandle. So Orlando was further south than where that was. Somebody just liked my workout. Nice. Yeah, I consider the the southern part. The southern <laughs> The part that's more south. <laughs> so what, if you take... Kind of like Miami, the, the southern part of the peninsula. Because Orlando's pretty far south. It's kind of in the middle. But Florida is awesome. I went to Orlando twice. The first time I went in the middle of August, and it was freaking awful. Because it was so, so hot, and, hot humid. and humid. I hated it. <laughs> you get out of the shower, and it was like, why did, why, why did I even shower? Why did I even dry off? Like, and you're still inside the house in the hotel room, and you get out of the shower, and you're still just wet. I miss it. I got used to the humidity, and then I came to like it. I went in November, the year later, and November was quite enjoyable. Nice and cool. cool. I went when I was little in August, and I got super burnt. And when JJ lived there, I went December, January. It was nice. Yeah. I went in November, and we go to... um, Daytona Beach and we go straight to the beach there's nobody on the beach when I was there in August we went to Cocoa Beach and you look down the beach as far as you can see people, hundreds, you look to the left as far as you can see people. Cocoa Beach is always packed it seems like. Well I think Daytona's probably just like that as well but it was November there's nobody on the beach then me and my brother we we got our swim shorts on. We just start go playing in the ocean. Then as we come out of the ocean, which was freaking hard because we went way too far out there. I remember when we got out, him and I both just lay on the beach. We're just dead exhausted because we were fighting a current to get <laughs> yes, back in. Died. <laughs> Dude, I remember that. Like it, it was so much work to get back. Holy cow. But we get back, we take a break on the beach, and then we get out and walk back up onto the shore all the way. And there's these bums just huddled around a 50-gallon drum fire. They're like, you guys are crazy. It's way too cold to be in the water. (laughs) We're like, this water is still warmer than any water you'd find in the middle of summer where we're from. In the middle of the summer, you could be in Utah in in a reservoir, and it's still like 68 degree water. Not Lake Powell. Lake Powell is super warm. I've never been to Lake Powell. But I think the southern part is quite a bit different than all these mountain reservoirs. Yeah, Yeah. the reservoirs up here are freezing. Yeah, it was like, last time I went to Lake Powell, it was 108 degrees outside. Dang. 
well it can be 100 degrees outside here too and you could be at like willard or pineview the water's still like 60 to 70 degrees have you ever swam in the arizona or the colorado river in arizona Mm -mm. it's so cold it's like ice water river water is typically a lot colder than um, lake water it's probably as cold as that colorado river we went in that was freaking cold it's super clean you can drink it i've drank it i think you can drink any water it's safe (laughs) to drink is what i'm saying i think if anyone gets sick from drinking it don't blame me i really want to start doing cold plunges again i Uh, think i'm gonna see if i can't either buy that freezer or get a um ice maker because i think i noticed a huge benefit from cold plunges and i actually really miss doing them maybe if we get the setup again we'll do that for a month for one of our actionable items we only did that for like a week right i think we did it twice so for two weeks i think it was back to back because we did it for our very first one that we just was just our trial run Yeah, it was cool when I was when I was doing it. I get in my barrel in the blizzard during a snowstorm. Yeah, it made you feel like freaking tough guy. It'd be like one in the morning, cause that's when I get off work. Yeah, doing it in the mornings took a lot of freaking willpower. I don't think I did it in the morning ever. <laughs> I think I did it in the morning once. I never did it. I've Oh, well, yeah, I did do it after I woke up. Isn't Joe Rogan do it, like, first thing? Yeah. Yeah, he says... Dude, that's... He doesn't even question. Same, same with Andy Frisella. Wake up straight to a cold plunge. He says he just thinks of it as, like, just like how you brush your teeth every day. You just have to do it. You definitely just have to do it, but I think that's got to be the hardest time to make yourself do it. For sure. Right when you wake up, you're in your warm bed. The last thing you want to do is get in ice water. I don't even like showering first thing in the morning because it's still so cold when you get back out. Yeah. Most of the time I don't shower in the morning because just my profession, I'm so dirty, I shower before I go to bed. Same. So that I'm not sleeping in my bed with all this freaking nasty crap all over me. I can have so much construction dust just stuck to my face. When you shower... Do you wash your legs or do you just let them get wet? When I shower, I wash my face very first because I don't want all the rest of my body on my face. And then I take my bar soap and scrub it all over my body everywhere. Even your feet? Yeah. You wash your feet? Yeah, I rub my bar down my legs and I lift my feet up. I'm kind of rub it on my feet, and I go to the next leg. I think there's like a statistic. Most people, I guess not most, but there's a high number of people that don't even wash their feet. I know, that's so gross. I get between my toes yeah. every time. Every time I shower, I scrub the bottom of my feet, and then I run my fingers through all my toes. I don't. I do my arms first because I don't switch my rag out all the time. So it. I don't even use a rag. I, I always wash my arms first, just in case my rag's a little dirty. It doesn't go straight on my face. <laughs> so you're going to 
get the dirt off onto your arms and then put it on your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. I soap it up. I get my bar of soap and Soap's... lather it up. Oh, shoot. Izzy just fell. Where? Right there. On the she swing. fell from the She's top of that. JJ will be right back. Dang, that sucks. She just gets so emotional she forgets to breathe. Sometimes it's quite scary to watch. Yeah, she'll actually pass out. She'll pass out all the way and go blue. Sometimes she gets so mad that she'll pass out. <laughs> Not, she doesn't even get hurt. I don't know if she still does. Kids are just freaking like rubber. We went golfing for Father's Day on Sunday. And I've got Leah and Iris in my cart. And I kind of pass everybody because they were stopped and I was back here. So I was going. And then they start going. I pass them all. And I'd already done this um, with Leah by earlier. So there's a spot in the grass that was really wet. And so I'm full speed and I push on the brakes and turn. I do a 360 on the grass. But I did it right after I passed everybody else. So they all watched me do it. They thought it was pretty cool. And then I tried to do it again a little bit later. And I guess Leah and Iris weren't really prepared for it. And it didn't turn me as much. It just freaking cranked the cart so hard. Throws Iris off. It just <laughs> launches her into the grass. <laughs> and then Leah starts sliding and she barely catches herself on the bar. I starts freaking out, so I have to go comfort her. But she is fine. Like those carts don't even go any faster than like ten or fifteen miles to the hour, and she just got launched onto some grass and slid like five feet. Just scared her more than anything. When we was in Florida, we was jumping sand pits. Leah was so freaking scared. Golf carts can be dangerous. They're so fun though. That was funny when Leah tried to run you over. Let's see if we can figure out a, another question to go over and then maybe call it. Let's see if a we question can or it. a conspiracy? Dude, I feel like conspiracies are just... There's not enough of them, or I don't know enough of them. What about all that UFO talk in the news? Oh, dude, that's been all over, huh? Yeah, these... I saw one where there was these cops. They got caught on their dash footage. Yeah. And then they heard it like it was a call-in. Someone said that there's, like, super tall... Like, ten-foot-tall... Beings. Yeah. And then there's a lot of footage of them, like... I tried watching the... ...ones scrolling through the sky and stuff. I tried watching the news... Or the dash cam on it. Or the body cam. Can't see anything. Right. I watched the body cam and you could see a thing streaking through the air. No, for the ten foot tall. Oh, I didn't see any body cam for that. I saw what I saw on that one was the body cam caught something streaking through the air, but then that someone called it in it. and you could hear them saying what they were seeing. I think that was part of the same story. You can hear it something crash. And then they says there's a 10-foot tall thing that they got on camera. But I didn't see anything when I watched it. Dang, kid's just getting beat. I think Noah just slammed into Otto. 
He's fucking pissed. Yeah, Izzy will pass out sometimes if she gets hurt or something like that. And then he just, then he gets off the swing and the swing smacks Otto in the face. <laughs> no, it did? Yeah, just barely. He hit Otto while he was swinging and then he got off the swing and the swing just smacked him in the face. So sad. We're podcasting from the truck again, so we just, we see a lot of stuff out there. <laughs> We're currently working on getting this podcast room set up, but we filmed in it last week or the last time we recorded and it just was poor quality. So we got to get the room kind of set up and, and put some, get a mic and put some soundproof stuff on the wall. So we have a mic. I just forgot to bring it. Did you, did you bring a question? Yeah, it was, um, are vampires just pedophiles? Oh yeah didn't last long i thought we'd have a discussion but (laughs) today's just kind of a bullshit day i'm pretty tired today i didn't sleep last night yeah at all dang he said he got up here around three and then he's just been awake ever since dang i'm going to gym in the morning (laughs) (laughs) i don't know watch that i guess i didn't watch the track crash but it's like a minute ahead of me when he crashed that's crazy. Guy you didn't even tell the other stories, dude. Some Something was out to get Joe last night. Yeah, it was weird. So I watched that truck in front of me crashes. And the driver dies on the scene. <laughs> so it was raining in, in Parley's, and you can't even see the lanes on the road. And he went, the road turns, but he went straight, hit the cement barrier. And it flipped his truck. And then his truck landed on its side, and then it twisted it completely around and across all the lanes, because cement barrier is the far left lane. When I passed him, he was sitting off the road on the far right. You can see all the scratches on the road where he slid off. And then that, when the EMS got there, he was pronounced dead on scene. Dang. And when I was driving my Mustang home, <clears throat> I was driving down this dark road. And out of nowhere, there's just this pure white dog in my lane, just staring at the sky. It's facing away from me, so it's not even trying to move or anything. It's just sitting there, just looking up, swerve around it. Dang. And I get to the turn to go to my mom's house, the intersection. There's a car parked crooked on the sidewalk and a truck parked on the right next to it, but in the guy's yard. They just crashed right there, and the cops are there talking to him. Yesterday, I saw a car hit this sign in front of a business, and it rolled over. There's like the car rolled. Yeah. Dang. You watched it roll? No, it was. It was probably it happened a like a second before, before you before got it. there. I bet it was like 15, 20 minutes because there was already a bunch of police cars and fire oh. truck and everything. Yeah, when I see past that semi, there was no EMS. Like five minutes later, three fire trucks. Or there's two pickups and a fire truck coming up the road. That was probably two ambulances and a fire truck, and seven cops flying up the road at wow. Parley's. And they closed down I 80. What time was it? It was 9.30 at night. Oh, that's not that late, especially for Parley's. There's still a lot of traffic going up and down Parley's at 9. Um, on Monday, I was at my job site. My client, I said he redid his whole house. I mean, he redid the whole house. New siding, 
new roof, new rain gutters, like all of it. But the rain gutter people were there. And one of the crew members on the rain gutter was a, a girl. Which was one of the first girls I've seen in the trades, in my experience. Pretty uncommon. But um, she's up on a ladder and I'm just in the garage talking to my client. We're just kind of bullshitting. And then I see the girl, I see the ladder start wobbling. And it looks like she's going to tip over it. And I'm like, and then she like straight, like gets it under control and then it starts wobbling a little bit more. Looks like she's going down and then it kind of gets under control. Then it starts wobbling again and she goes down <laughs> and falls. <laughs> like, I didn't know where the story was going. <laughs> she almost had it completely. Like I was going to try to go over there and maybe help her. Like you're just sitting there watching. Like, you should have went down the ladder. No, this was probably within like, like start to finish was probably like three seconds okay so the first one wasn't that bad of a wobble like she's coming down a step and it kind of wobbled a little bit and then it got solid (laughs) and i'm like okay and it was all pretty fast and then the next time it swabbed a little bit more and then it looked like she had it and then the last one she just went down and she broke her ankle oh dang that sucks she's all pissed off (laughs) crying and hurting then when she finally gets like her breath and gets gets her composure back she's like I'm more just pissed that I did that than I am mad, like, hurt. She was actually crying? When it first happened, yeah. When I sprained my ankle this last year, it hurt so bad. It yeah. got so fat. <laughs> oh, man, I hate when, when you hit something way hard and you're just holding it. <laughs> and your vision starts going, like, dark and like you're gonna throw up because your stomach hurts so bad i hit the back of my head with a claw of a hammer one time ah man that was rough my daughter hit me smack on the head with a hammer (laughs) (laughs) you know how in the movies like you see stars yeah i saw yeah i saw stars and you hear ringing it's not necessarily stars it's just like light splotches in your eyes yeah it's just a way loud ringing yeah um I was going to say another thing. What the heck was it? Oh, yeah, the other day, Otto's running across the front room, and I stick my foot out, tripping. (laughs) (laughs) What? He used to do that in school. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't running that fast. He's just a little one-year-old kid. But I wasn't necessarily trying to hurt him. I just was trying to, like kind of stop him but it trips him and he lands straight on his stomach and knocks the wind out of him you can hear it like and then he's did you ever get the wind knocked out of you when you was a kid all the time i've had the wind knocked out of me so many times when i was like i'd say probably four or five years old we had a zip line going down this long hill and there was a tree at the end where that was tied to obviously the same zip line that nephi broke him no Nephi's was that which crossed. This one is at Ibapah. But I'm all going down it. It was the first time I went on it without a bigger kid. And I'm all flying down. I was like, man, this is awesome. Had the wind rushing through my hair and everything. And then I smack into the tree. My back hits the back of the tree and just knocks the wind out of me. And I'm just laying on the ground for, it seemed like forever, trying to just get a breath. I couldn't breathe in. Dude, getting that wind knocked out of you is I ran through a fence, and there was a brick wall on the other side. 
And I landed straight on my back on that brick wall, and I couldn't breathe. I'm trying to breathe. You're just like, I'm like, <gasps> then I hear dogs barking. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I get up, and I still can't breathe. I wobble to the car and get in. Still trying to breathe. I'm like, go, go. <laughs> Have you ever been so mad on a job? Um, I've been pretty fed up with it. Like, I yeah, just, I've been pretty fed up with, but I don't know, man. I I stopped doing a job just for the day because it was sucked so bad. You pretty fed up with that one when you sliced yourself? Yeah, I was trying to get floor done and cut my finger clear open. Dang. Dude, flooring, when you start getting pretty late, which during that time we were putting some long hours in because we yeah, were working was... like double shifts. We were working on one job and then we'd go to an empty house and work on the other one. It was like and, seven or eight when I cut my finger open. Yeah, it gets to a point. If it's a big open room, it's no big deal. But the second you start <laughs> to like making some intricate cuts and like laying out and cutting around walls, if it's been a long day, your brain just stops working and you mess up one piece, then you go recut it and mess it up again, recut it and mess it up again. And you like, can't figure Fuck out this. I'm what done. You're trying you to just measure anymore. Throw all your stuff and walk away. Like I'm done for the day. Then you come back the next day, first try. First try, it's cut. Get it done right. Yeah. Yeah, today I was so mad. <laughs> I was, uh, it's just, it just seemed like one thing after another was going wrong. Like, I don't know if Days I was like causing it worst. or if it was just happening, but it's just one thing after another. And I, I fix, so I was welding on galvanized steel, which with a TIG welder, so. Sometimes that'll pop back and ruin your tungsten. And it happened a bunch of times and I resharpened all my tungstens and I was about to finish a part and it pops back, ruins my tungsten and the part. So I had to cut the part off, put a new part on. So after after my tungsten got ruined the last time, I'm just sitting there like holding my tools freaking tight, just... <laughs> Shaking, you don't so want to break because you have to buy a new one. Just glad there's not someone around you that'd be knocked the fuck out. Well, that's funny that you say that because I set my tools down. I like crouched down, just looking at the ground, like clenching my fists. <laughs> and then my daughter comes around the corner with a bottle of water and says, "Oh, are you thirsty down there?" <laughs> she brought me some water because <laughs> she says she didn't see me drink any at lunchtime. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm thirsty. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> but it's, it gets frustrating sometimes. You should have just went and grabbed one of your chickens and strangled it to death. <laughs> no, I like my chickens. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, chickens are awesome because eggs are freaking good. Yeah. Dude, I got a bunch of pickled eggs. Same. Dude, let's go get some after this. I think that What's was... What's your favorite kind of animal? Like, for what? To eat? No, just... To look at? To ride? Total. Total. I really like birds. Yeah, like, I was going to say birds, too. Like, birds of prey? You have to say which bird, though. Um, hawk. Hawk. I think I like hawks more than eagles. I like my chickens. Birds are cool. You know, owls and crows have a... Dude, owls and crows are they freaking hate each awesome. Other. Really? Yeah, they hate each other. Dang. I saw this thing. Somebody did a study on a parrot. 
and they were saying that the parrot they were teaching it a lot of stuff it had like a 200 word vocabulary and the the article went over a whole bunch of stuff about the parrot and how they were thinking that brain size is kind of um determined on how smart something could be and this parrot you know the head's probably the size of a golf ball so how big is the brain but the, the bird was freaking smart and then they said at some point in its life it it asked a question wow like it formed and asked a question and the article said that an they and through all the studies with any animal the only thing like they've taught monkeys sign language and there hasn't even been any apes that have asked a question but this bird asked a question birds are smart did you know you can teach crows to talk just like a parrot that's cool there's this thing called a european starling <clears throat> and there's someone who has one online they make a bunch of videos with it that thing's freaking awesome. The noises it can make and it can talk and stuff. Crows will teach their generations what they like and don't like. So if you start feeding a crow and it gets familiar with you, then it will tell all of its, like, everyone it knows pretty much. And you start feeding all the crows and they'll come and hang out with you. And what this guy says he was doing that for a while and he would walk around town and he would see the crows following him around town that's awesome it can go vice versa too if you hurt a crow all these crows will tell that crow will tell the other crows and crows will hate you yeah they'll crock at you I really want a bird I want an owl or a hawk you should get an African grey it's a parrot parrot? and they're supposed to be one of the best talkers so when I was in England there was wild parrots everywhere a parrot would be cool especially because parrots are like pretty common for one of the most common pets that's a bird but i still think i want to just go steal one of the hawks out of your tree (laughs) except that's super freaking illegal but you can't really have a hawk inside your house my cousin you could yeah but i don't don't know if i really want a bird inside my house i'd rather just have a an apiary or whatever they call it kind of like that shed that's just for a, a hawk but hawks don't really... I don't think you can teach hawks to talk. That would be kind of cool to have a bird that could make it and talk. Just get a stuff. bunch of crows. When I was a kid, my cousin had a bunch of different animals. Like he had snakes and owl, not owls, uh, hawks, I think for a, li- a little bit he had an owl. An owl. He, he caught an cool. owl from which cross, but then he let it go and it flew back to which cross. Dang, that's cool. But he was um, breeding mice to feed his birds and snakes. And he he showed me how he killed the ma- the mouse before he fed it to one of his animals. He said he'd get his fingers and feel underneath its rib cage and feel its little heart beating, and he'd just crush the heart <laughs> and then feed it to his pets. Dang. He says it's cool because he has a bunch of snakes, and he says if he doesn't feel like feeding them for a year, they won't they won't die. Snakes can go a year without getting fed. What the heck? I'm sure not all of them can, but I think the ones he had could. But when I was young, probably like 15 years ago, probably now, he caught an eagle. And so he's just holding the feet and he's just holding the beak. And there's a bench. So he went and sat on the bench and put the eagle's foot on his thigh. And the eagle just puts its talon clear into his. <laughs> so as the was two it a full-grown eagle or a babe? 
baby. It's a big one. So it has the two claws in the front and the thumb. He says that the eagle put its thumb clear into his thigh. <laughs> and he I says it that. says it kept getting infected because the town's not clean. What the heck? How the heck did he catch an eagle? I don't know. He, he tried to catch a bobcat once. He left his, <laughs> his door open and a bobcat went in his house. He's like, tells everybody, close the door, I'm going to get it. <laughs> so they close it and trap it. And he throws a sleeping bag on top of it and goes and grabs it. it. And it starts shredding through the sleeping bag, <laughs> scratching the heck out of him. And he's like, oh no, how am I going to do this? <laughs> he's like, I got to let this go. And he just like takes off out of the house and... He used what to catch all heck? kinds of wild animals. It's dude, cool. that guy's crazy. He's funny. He still has a lot of animals. <clears throat> he has a hawk. I think so. That he's not supposed to have. He might have his hawk near license. His dude, if he does, I want to talk to him. You have to train with someone who has it in order to get your own. And they say it's not like it takes a ton of time. I wonder if he'd come up here and just chill with us. He says he wanted to last week. I tried calling him. He should. I haven't seen him for years. He, he never answers when, unless it's work day. Then he'll answer. I freaking hate when people. But don't when he's answer. off work, he he'll never answer. <laughs> That's funny. I hate it when people don't answer me. It's so freaking frustrating. Cause I always answer anybody. I answer my phone all the time. Usually if I don't answer, it's because I can't hear my ringtone or I just am right in the middle of a weld. If I don't answer, it's because I'm talking to someone or I'm on a phone call, but I almost always call back. I'm so bad at texting back. I found my old phone and I turned it on and I'm scrolling through it and there's a bunch of texts I never answered on my old phone. (laughs) (laughs) And my phone I have right now, let's see. I have 69 texts. Dude, what does your text look like? Mine is almost consistently numbers that don't even have, like, names to them. I have a lot of those from, like, clients Clients, yeah. I guess I name some of the big ones. At some point, if if I get to a point where they're, like, a main client, then I'll add their name in. But if it's still just a... It's still just a prospective, then I don't name them. I finally changed my alarm. Oh, yeah. We were just going to go over mosquitoes. Mosquitoes? We are just going to find out if there's any good that comes from them. Did you? Because I did it. Yeah, I looked it up, and it says that they feed a huge... um, They're an important part of the ecosystem because they feed so much different things. Well, that's what I was telling you when I when you guys first said there's a lot of mosquitoes over there you better be prepared for. I'm like, I need to just set up some bat boxes. I really should ask them if I can put another... one. I should put one over there, one over there, and one on the back side of the barn and just let bats come living in them. I bet you'd see a massive mosquito a lot of population. Mo- not all mosquitoes suck or go and bite you. But, um, some of them pollinate. Weird. That's a risk I'd be willing to take. I know the ones I here just, suck, yeah, because I'll females, smack them in blood on me. Yeah. I think just, just the, the females, females suck. Because I need your blood for making eggs. Typical. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever tell Joe about your million-dollar business idea? 
Um, I don't know, but I don't want to talk about it on the air. Yeah. I want someone else to do it before me. We're saving that. <laughs> we'll talk about it after. I think we decided Joe is our test subject because... I'm not testing him. <laughs> no, but he's the one who needs to go oh, get he's, tested. He's the, t- the tester. Yeah. He, he's going to be our R&D. Yeah, Joe's... Department. We're going to hire Mikey. Joe to be our... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> R&D, what's that? Research, Research and development. development. We're, we're going to... Last time we was chilling, I came up with this billion dollar idea. And we're going to do it. Dang, I thought it was a million dollar. It's a billion? Billion. We won't know till we do it. Everyone's going to want this. Let's freaking do it. And with that, we're going to close it out.